Welcome to our November 15th worship service for North Coast United Methodist Church. It's a blessing to be able to celebrate with you on this day as we look at the fruits of the Spirit, as we look at the ways that love, joy, peace, patience, kindness, gentleness, and self-control move through our lives so that we can take those things to others and watch Jesus Christ give them transformation. Be with us today, God, as we worship your love. Amen.
you who answer prayer. Praise Praise is due due to you. With shouts and songs of joy, praise praise is due due to you. Let's join together for children's time. We kind of have a a special adventure for everybody today, don't we? Yeah. Today we are talking about the fruits of the Spirit in our sermon. And the fruits of the Spirit are love, joy, peace, patience, kindness, gentleness, forgiveness, and self-control. Against such things there is no law. Now each of these things are important among themselves, but they're also more special when we mix them together. It's sort of like the ingredients of showing other people that they're cared for. So, MCD, can you show everybody how to use ingredients and put things together? Yes. So, let's go somewhere and get a one-minute cake, because they're exactly the same. Yeah, so, you this you do these one-minute cakes a lot, but you've made real cakes too, right? Yeah, I make red velvet for everyone's birthday so far. What is some of the ingredients in a cake when you make it? Cocoa powder, salt, sugar. Sometimes I think there's a cake that they do need brown sugar for it. Uh-huh. Um, baking soda, baking powder, milk. Yeah. And flour. Yes. So all those things are kind of already mixed up in this bag. Yes. So share with everybody about mixing these things up. So within the mixing, you kind of have to pay attention of how well you're doing it as well. Because sometimes you do it wrong and it and then and you end up not showing people the love you want that <laughs> are bad cookies. Sometimes you mean mean to. I have messed up so many biscuits. <laughs> so show us about mixing these together. So this is already the flour and the sugar and the baking powder in there. Come on, quick. Thank you. Okay. Now the water. The water is what helped it. A lot. Mm-hmm. And that kind of make the mixing of love that much smoother. So right now you are mixing up all the ingredients and that's kind of like putting together love, joy, peace, patience, kindness, gentleness, forgiveness, and self-control. And making it one wonderful mixture. You want to make sure I got all that? Let's make sure we got everything off of the sides. And I'm going to tell you, this right here, I could just eat that on its own. I could do that with cookie dough, (laughs) and you can do that with cake mix. But sometimes, love, joy, peace, patience, kindness, gentleness, forgiveness, self-control actually gets tested, and it begins to mean more when when it gets the heat put to it, right? Right. So what we've already done is we've cut the middleman out and we've already made this one. Yes. So if you could could show everybody how that that is already cake. We put it in for one minute. Well, one one minute, ten seconds. Yes. Now sometimes love, joy, peace, patience, kindness, gentleness, forgiveness, and self-control means a little bit more when we add other things to it. And what are you putting on there? Frosting. 
Frosting. What good is cake without some frosting on it? Um, and that's, better. And you know the other thing that love, joy, peace, patience, kindness, gentleness, forgiveness, and self-control is good, good when we do, right? Right. Is when we share it. So yes. let's say our closing prayer, and then you and I can share this yummy cupcake. Yes. Dear God, thank you for all the ingredients that make your love. Amen. Amen. Gracious God, thank you for the many and abundant gifts you have entrusted to each and every one of us. For this time of worship, we give you thanks and praise. As we worship, help us expand and transform your gifts into blessings for your world and its people. Amen. Our Father, who art in heaven, hallowed be thy name. Thy kingdom come, thy will be done on earth as it is in heaven. Give us this day our daily bread and forgive us our trespasses as we forgive those who trespass against us. And lead us not into temptation, but deliver us from evil. For thine is the kingdom and the power and the glory forever and ever. Amen.
Galatians 5, verses 22 through 23. But the fruit of the Spirit is love, joy, peace, patience, kindness, goodness, faithfulness, gentleness, and self-control. There is no law against things like this. I love you, Lord, and I lift my voice to worship you, all my soul rejoice, make joy my King. I thought I'd give you a different image of the sanctuary today. This table's been sitting out here for the better part of a few months as my dear daughter has, has sat here as a video producer, helping me create these sermon videos for you on, on YouTube. And I'll share with you, it is, it is a very unique experience for me to see how that Jesus Christ can use a history of things and begin to use them and transform them so that they can display Christ-like to the world. For years, my daughter and I would sit around a table, we'd throw the phone in the middle, and we would have what I used to call fake conversations. My daughter and I have had a great joy of over the years, recording podcast, and for those of you that don't know what podcasts are, 
first of all, it would surprise me that you're watching a video on YouTube and you don't know what a podcast is. But podcasts are, are these like radio, internet radio shows where, where you talk about different topics and somebody stumbles across them, they Google them and find them, and they become a part of that conversation as well just by listening. It, it's become a form of, of free speech that has enabled us to get all sorts of information out to the world, whether it be talking about comic books to having political conversations so that more ideas get out to the world and start to affect the way that we think about things so that we can become more informed and really deal with the greater world in a different way. For the better part of 10 years, I have participated in different forums of podcasts, whether it be conversations of popular culture or putting a sermon out from Sunday morning to the greater world. I have been using the gift of podcasting to, to share a message. Then I, I find myself in the, in the COVID-19 world, and I began to have this challenge of how do I celebrate the gospel of Jesus Christ with individuals who can no longer come and to sit in these chairs around me and to be in a congregation to receive a message? And then I see how Jesus Christ for 10 years has been equipping me, my oldest daughter, with tools to prepare us that we have been prepared to sit in this form of medium and share gospel to the world. I want us to think about things that you are connected to. My hobby for the better part of 10 years has been sitting with my phone out in front of me and just sharing my heart and my ideas and my feelings about silly things from comic books to movies all the way to serious things like the gospel message of salvation through Jesus Christ, or speaking honestly about my feelings about the greater world and the need to address and care for cultures and individuals outside of my own zip code. I want us to think about the things. This, this is my hobby. This is a tool that God has blessed me with. And here I have been for the last seven months using this tool as a way to proclaim the gospel of Jesus Christ in ways that I never really fathomed as a career. But it was always a hobby in my life. I want you to look at your hobbies. I want you to look at the things that bring you joy and excitement in your life, the things that feed you. I want you to begin to think about what it means to use those joys, those hobbies, to go out and to touch other people's lives and to help them feel joy as well. Our scripture today is Galatians chapter 5, verses 22 through 23. And there's so many different ways to look at this scripture. One way to look at this scripture is to look at it as a roadmap. If I want to know that I am on a path that I desire to be on, here is the proof in the pudding. I want you to also look at the scripture as an affirmation. There are ways that Jesus Christ touches my life and the ways that Jesus Christ moves and stirs me. 
And there are ways that Jesus Christ empowers me. And if I use these things, focus on these things, what does that mean for the greater world? And then, of course, is my third question. That is always my third question. And if you've gone through Bible studies with me, if you've gone through biblical conversations with me, the third question is always, how do I use this to touch someone else's life? So let's look at Galatians chapter 5, verses 22 through 23. And look at love, joy, peace, patience, kindness, gentleness, faithfulness, forgiveness, self-control. And talk about how that we combine these things that God with things that God is already using to bring us joy. There are so many wonderful ministries that exist here at North Coast United Methodist Church in Oceanside, California. And all those ministries have been sparked by a connection that someone has with something that drives them w- with a meaning of purpose. I mean, let's think about everything that we do here at North Coast. And for those of you that may live in Toledo, Ohio, you don't know where Oceanside, California is, I want you to I want to share with you some of the wonderful things that was once someone's hobby, but it became a ministry outreach for us as a church and has become a tool of reaching souls for Jesus Christ. We, we have this wonderful ministry, a prayer shawl ministry. We have dear friends that when that we were able to met on Mondays and they began to make shawls. They just sat there and, and knitted and had spiritual conversations or sociable conversations, what have you. But they were all there in a sense of community doing something that gives them all joy. The joy of, of, of the crafty nature of creating something. That just makes them happy that they were able to create it. To, to create a beautiful shawl that they would either wear for themselves or pass on to a dear friend to wear and to feel special. That hobby became a ministry. The prayer shawl ministry here at North Coast United Methodist Church We've sent shawls out to dear friends who have been going into places of medical need and praying over these shawls and, and sending them to dear friends. And yeah, they get a, a, a pretty cool scarf out of it. But what they also get is a reminder that they are important to someone else. And they are so important to someone else that this person used something that brings them joy so that they can pass on joy to another person. It's amazing. We have this also here at North Coast, we have this functioning relationship with uh, Brother Benos. And Brother Benos is a, is a, a care agency for individuals who are dealing with homelessness. Uh, someone had the passion and someone found joy in the idea of going out to go to a soup kitchen to to give food, to provide food for individuals with specific needs and specific wants. And through that joy of service, through going out to this place of being the hands and feet of a servant to others, someone's joy 
of dishing out food, of having conversations, has become a ministry tool in touching the lives of other people. I'll share with you another thing that exists here at North Coast United Methodist Church. We have dear friends who are inspired by the idea of touching the lives and and touching the souls and being mentors for children. We have servants here who are willing to take the time to create crafts to to send out videos to when we had the when we were able to to sit and be the teacher in Sunday school lessons and to take their joy of being with a younger generation to take their joy of mentoring so it could become a ministry tool in fulfilling a young child's life to see that they are important to Jesus Christ it's all of these wonderful things that sparked with someone's love and passion for something and it then morphed and became a ministry tool. One of the first things that caught my attention here at North Coast United Methodist Church was the church's functioning relationship with the Interfaith Shelter Network and what it means to, to use a space that we love so that it can become a space of comfort and safety for individuals who are in living transition, who have lost their places of comfort and safety. You see all these things, and it moves on and on from the, our choir who takes the love of music to share uh, the, me- the gospel message through song. Our dear friend, Jen, who is our music leader, that we see her and her, her nephew, Logan, at times here on these videos proclaiming the gospel of Jesus Christ through music. We have dear friends who like to cook and to prepare food, and they find joy and love through those things. And over the time, they have used that to share in joyful celebration in our fellowship hall for potlucks, all the way up to making dinners for our dear friends in the Interfaith Shelter Network so that they can have a nice, warm, home-cooked meal as they're dealing with this place of displacement. See, today it's really important that I've used this image, this, this camera direction, as, as my dear oldest daughter turned the camera around on me and said, because you're talking about this, what if you talked about it here? See, the reality of that is this. There are times that I, as the pastor, am seen as the one that sparks these cool things and creates these cool things. But I'll I'll share with you, uh, my role as the head pastor is nothing more than the lead cheerleader or the head coach. You know, a coach doesn't make people talented. A coach looks at the talents and he puts the people with their talents in the right places so that they can become visible and they can become uh, fruitful, that they can use their gifts in the right places and see their importance to the greater world. It's not the pastor up front that makes ministry possible. It's the congregant sitting in the congregation, finding a place and a connection to their greater love and finding the tools and the strength of using that love to touch the greater world. That's where ministry is sparked. 
So that adds on to the conversation. There's so many things that we love to do, and we can do them, and we can touch other people's lives. But where is the difference between uh, charitable acts and Christian service? Well, for many, it's one and the same, and I agree with that. Charitable acts and Christian service are one and the same, but there is one crucial element that has to be added that proclaims the reality of Christian service. Years upon years ago, when our new bishop here in the California Pacific Conference, the Bishop Grant Aguia, gave his first address as the bishop to all the pastors in the California Pacific Conference at our yearly annual conference, he began to lay out this image of what outreach looks like with the important underlying foundation of proclaiming the name of Jesus Christ. There's so much that we can do. We can make shawls and sit around and have conversations together and give those shawls out to friends. And that's cool. And it touches someone else's life and it makes them feel special and that is important and that's cool. We can go and serve food at places like Brother Benno's and we can give someone something that they need to help them make it through the day and that's cool, and it's important, and it's special, and it's life-transforming. We can give people a place to sleep and give them safety and shelter for a short period of time, and that's cool. And it's important, and it touches lives, and it transforms lives. But when Bishop Aguia shared this, this conversation in his first conversation at our annual conference, he shared with us what makes it an act of Christian service is when we also try to find a way to proclaim the name of Jesus Christ as we follow it through. The blessing of the prayer shawls is their prayer shawls. One of the ways that we proclaim the name of Jesus Christ through these shawls is we don't just give somebody a shawl. We give someone a shawl and a prayer and a reminder that so many people are praying for them. When we go to Brother Benno's to hand out food, to serve breakfast to individuals, to give them sack lunches for the day, they are there getting the food and they know that we are from North Coast United Methodist Church in Oceanside, California. And there have been times that I've shared prayers with dear friends walking back to my car who just needed a chance to have a prayer. And that social outreach of giving food became a way to proclaim the name of Jesus Christ with an individual, opening their heart through addressing a need and then them being willing to hear the name of Jesus Christ proclaimed in a prayer, and a prayer for their comfort and support. This beautiful place here, this beautiful sanctuary with a big beautiful cross, at nights has become someone's bedroom. And the real blessing of that, there's times that I've stayed here as the overnight support. And the real joy in that has been when I kind of wander around to make sure everything's okay, to find a dear soul sitting in one of these chairs in one of these pews 
and just sitting there and praying and realizing that evening we didn't just address the need of an individual who needed a place of shelter that night, but we also addressed uh, addressed a need of spiritual support that gave them a place to feel so safe and so secure, shelter in the storm, that they were able to sit in a pew and pray. There's so much that we do. From playing with kids to taking care of physical needs, there's so much that we do. And the more we find ways to proclaim the name of Jesus Christ while we do them, we begin to touch hearts and souls in ways that we can never fathom. I had a conversation this week, and as a dear young man I spent a lot of time with, both as a youth and one of the churches that I served in, at times as an adult trying to find his his foundation uh, of, of living as an adult. And I think back in the way that I dealt built a relationship with this young man is that when he had the ability to drive, he would pop up and come and hang out in the youth room with me and we would sit there and play video games. Now, some people would walk in and say, hey, why are you wasting time? Shouldn't you be preparing something? Why are you just sitting there playing video games? But the reality of it all is I wasn't wasting time. I, I was preparing something. I was preparing a foundation of trust within a young soul who has since gone on to become a protector and a servant for others. And it all came from finding something that that kid loved, a love that I could share with them, began to use that as a tool to proclaim the name of Jesus Christ. I want you to think about that because that has become even more of a need now. We live in this place where that we exist within social distancing. We live in this place where we become more dependent on the things we love because we need that joy and and patience and, and comfort and care because we also exist in so much unknowing because none of us know. And none of us understand COVID-19. But I have seen so many ministries spark because of someone doing something that they love, even though, including what I'm doing right now. Years upon years of using the love of, of doing a podcast and the same tools and the same principles have become the way that I have shared the gospel of Jesus Christ for the last seven months. Our scripture today has been Galatians chapter 5, verses 22 through 23. Love, joy, peace, patience, kindness, gentleness, faithfulness, forgiveness, and self-control. Against such things there is no law. When we can find our hobbies, our tools, and find ways to celebrate them and use them as tools to proclaim the name of Jesus Christ, It's amazing what can happen. I want us to think about that. I want us to celebrate that. I want us to be the ones that sit in the congregation, but I also want us to be the ones that get up after the sermon and go out into the world and to use our gifts and our tools to be caregivers and to transform 
souls, and lives in the name of Jesus Christ. May the peace of the Lord Jesus Christ be with you. And God is love that shines through the tools and the hobbies that God has given us to make us happy. Especially when we, when we use those tools to make others happy as well. May the peace of the Lord Jesus Christ be with you. God is love. Amen. As we've moved into our time of offering, we'd like to have the opportunity to get to know you. Please email us at ncumcinfo at gmail.com. And if you've been enjoying our services online, please email us. Please say hello. Again, that's ncumcinfo at gmail.com. And also, if you'd like to give to our church, please go to northcoastumc.org and click on the Give button. Again, that's northcoastumc.org and click on the Give button. Thank you for joining us. As we move into this closing hymn, and we hear Lauren and Logan sing the words of I Surrender All. For this week, I'm not going to add the lyrics to this song. I would like for you to take a moment to both think about our scripture, the fruits of the Spirit, and I want you to think about how we use completely all of those fruits to share the love of Jesus Christ for others. As we give those fruits away, as we surrender those fruits, the lives that we touch and transform. Please enjoy these two wonderful voices as we hear the hymn, I Surrender All.
Thank you for joining us today for worship, and let's join together for our closing benediction. Go forth into the world God has created for you. Be awed by the simple beauty of nature all around you, and go in peace. May the peace of the Lord Jesus Christ be with you. God is love. Amen.